Welcome to the Anxiety Slayer series. Our mission is to assist you with creating more peace and tranquility in your life through anxiety release exercises and supportive tools created to slay your anxiety. Hello, Ananga. It's so good to be together with you again for another Anxiety Slayer session. It's good to connect with you too, Shan. Today is a big subject that's talking about how anxiety can cause different things to happen within our bodies. For instance, tingling or numbness or lots of other symptoms. Mm -hmm. So um, I wanted to, I guess, begin there. Can anxiety attacks cause tingling or numbness or different things to uh, show up in our bodies? Yep, they absolutely can. Quite dramatically too, which is why it's so disconcerting for somebody suffering from an anxiety attack when your body is manifesting some really scary symptoms that you might consider to be symptomatic of a serious neurological illness. It's a really intense thing and I think it's something that unless you've sat with it or, or gone through it, it's very hard to understand. You know, sometimes people say, look, it's just a panic attack, pull yourself out of it or it's just your mind but the body gets very much involved it's the mind that's leading the experience but the body really jumps right on in i remember a few months ago i was sitting with somebody helping them while their body had a full-on panic attack and it was a very interesting experience because they actually remained calm and they felt supported but i was watching their body do some pretty amazing things not in a good way you could actually see their pulse jumping out of their wrist. Their heart was beating so fast and they were experiencing chest pains and their legs started twitching and they were really going through something. Although they were sitting very still and managed to get their breathing calm, there was an intensity built up with the body that just had to run its course for a few minutes and discharge. And when the anxiety episode finished, then there was a whole spell of shaking where we literally just had to help them walk it off. With a oh, man. Yeah, really huge adrenaline dump, but they felt calm and in control throughout and were able to see what was happening. And now they've got everything under control and they're very comfortable. But thank heavens you were there for support too. Yeah, I'm good. I'm glad wow. I was. But you know, it's an interesting lesson for us all because for the first couple of minutes, I was thinking, do we need to call an ambulance? Because mm -hmm. this person hadn't had an anxiety attack like that before. There were chest pains involved. There was laboured breathing. For the first couple of minutes, it was not looking good until we got the breathing under control and got that person calm. So if you're yeah. not sure, do get medical help. And if you're not sure with symptoms like tingling and numbness, then if only for your own peace of mind, get it checked and put your mind right. at rest. But then if it is anxiety, it doesn't have to be that we have to feel bad that, it, oh, it's just anxiety because anxiety... <laughs> Exactly, because just, just anxiety doesn't exist. Anxiety is very real. And I think that all too often there is a, a judgment made to, to push it aside as almost an overreaction. Yeah. And it's not. I can tell you that when we first started talking about this particular subject matter about the tingling or numbness or bracing heart, the first time that that occurred for me, I was just trying to get some rest for the night going off to bed. And because of the awareness I have now of you know, living in my body, um, my heart started to race and I could just really feel like almost every move it made, it was really very, I was very tuned in. Mm. And then that mental loop started happening in my brain that was like, oh, I wonder if I'm okay. 
what's happening with my heart? Is my heart okay? Is this what a heart attack feels like? Am I, you know, I just went right into that wild place. Yeah. So I'd like to talk a little bit about how you can find relief when, when you're having the, I mean, especially if you don't have the luxury of having you available immediately when you are on your own and, and that loop starts to happen, what do we do? How do we find our own relief and support? Yeah, anxiety is an incredibly challenging thing for us as individuals because it really is something that we have to do some work with. We very much desire somebody to diagnose us and treat us and for it to go away. But it is something where you get the best results if you educate yourself, understand yourself and support yourself, rise to the challenge, which can be tough. But I've seen countless times People who've done it really gain something from that. They really gain some mm. strength that goes over into all areas of their lives. And, you know, there's always the silver lining in the cloud of anxiety that if you do learn to get through that, then this, the coping skills that you learn, you can apply so broadly in your life and not just your life, but the lives of your children and your friends. So you really can become a bit of an ambassador for learning to be calm and learning how to get yourself feeling safe. And mm-hmm. I know that that's not necessarily at the forefront of many people's minds when they're experiencing regular anxiety attacks. But I just want to try and encourage listeners to know that there's support there to help you know yourself and get through it because it is one Mm -hmm. of those things where you do really need to take it on and and help yourself as best you can. Yeah. I just started to breathe and to ground back in my breath and to come back to this place to tell myself that all is well and I am safe and um, whatever my mantra was at that time. And I just really slowed my breathing down and just got into as much of a relaxation space as I could. Hmm. And to, you know, Shan, you know, you're okay. It's okay. And I can't even remember what was going on or where it came from or why. And, And I guess it doesn't matter as long as I was able to understand what was happening and, and work with it. Absolutely. That's really key. Anxiety can be like a thunderstorm in the body where it really rips in and and manifests a big energetic event. But if we can learn not to let anxiety sweep us up in its drama, then we calm down quicker and we feel safer and we can save ourselves a lot of the mental turmoil of wondering what you're going through. It doesn't necessarily mean the first time you try that, that the physical symptoms are going to feel better, but you won't feel so afraid of them you won't feel so disturbed by them you will come to the point where you can step back and say okay my body's throwing a fit but it's going to pass and I will be okay so it's really important as you described to have skills where you can put yourself in a safe place it's almost like we have to learn to step back from the experience of an anxiety attack where the mind and the body really need to part company and not wind each other up more because there's a big loop right. that happens with anxiety where you think, sure, you know, am I having this? Am I having that? And then the body thinks, oh my God, am I? And it, and it jumps. Yeah, in right. So, you know, you need to break them up. <laughs> sure. Well, and what are the thing? what are some of the things that we can do to divert and distract ourselves when we are facing that, that loop? I think it's um, really important to have some skills on hand that, you know, help you feel calmer that you're already familiar with, like um, using the calm point or the quick anxiety stopper or Mm -hmm. some of the many breathing techniques that we share on our website. Just practice them regularly. Practice them when you feel okay. 
practice them when you feel mildly stressed and just get to know them and get to feel them calm your body down. There's two things that happens from that. One is that your base anxiety level gradually goes down anyway, because you're learning to relax more and be more comfortable, which means that you're discharging that background rumble of anxiety, which makes it less Mm. likely for it to have to peak into an actual attack. But the other thing that happens with that is that you do become familiar with tools that you know help you, with tools that you can use, so that if anxiety does strike, you haven't got that awful thing that often goes with it of, oh my God, I don't know what to do, where you kind of think, okay, breathe out, just breathe out, empty your lungs, first of all, because one of the worst things with anxiety is hyperventilation, which... Mm -hmm can cause numbness and tingling in the body. If you're breathing too fast and you're breathing too shallow, that can cause all kinds of symptoms like those ones and like you might feel that you're going to pass out, feel faint. Mm -hmm. So the first thing to do is to breathe out. Just make yourself sit and exhale as long and as slowly as you can and then breathe in slowly and then breathe out with a long exhale again. And again, you can find that exercise on our website called the long exhale. That's the first thing to do to bring that awful hyperventilation under control, which is why some people recommend also breathing into a paper bag. Mm-hmm. Just have something on right. hand that you can do. And right. simple other little things, like for some people, the very first sign of an anxiety attack is a dry mouth. They become really dry. And so have a bottle of water with you, have a mint that you can suck, just stop that dry mouth saying to your head, uh-oh, If you've got a trigger symptom that's going to set you off and you address it calmly and naturally, then it doesn't always have to set you off. Anxiety Slayer invites you to learn how to create more resonance and rootedness in your life with relaxing grounding techniques that provide relief from stress and anxiety. Visit the iTunes Music Store and give a listen to Resonance today. Resonance.